Do it. Let's Get do on it. this Here video. I'm tired of not. I'm tired of just looking at myself. Oh, whoa, 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 ladies and gentlemen. No. Whoa. whoa, let me turn there that light on. Ladies and whoa, hey, hey, <laughs> hey ladies whoa, and gentlemen. Hey, yo. It's Wednesday. July, it is December twenty first. Four days away from did you say June. I almost did. Yeah. What month is it for you? Man? I don't know anymore, but it's it's almost Christmas. We're four days away from Christmas. This is the 2022 year in review wrap up show for Pro Wrestling Unscripted. And there's Lindsay for no reason. Hello, what can I do for you? Nothing. Do your thing. Okay, well we're still recording. We're live, <laughs> pal. Now she's this is live, pal. Well, she's tempting a cat with a fish. Okay. It's a shark. It's a shark. I'm sorry. So, uh, man, 2022. Kind of a fish. 2022 might have been, in my opinion, like the biggest year for wrestling news that I've ever lived through. This was an absolutely one of the wildest, insane year. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. Still under the weather. I know my voice sounds a little nasally. I apologize. I'm not feeling great. Uh, But I did want to do this episode because we haven't recorded a lot lately and I miss it. Uh, With me, of course, we have Double H. Yes, that is me. And I am here with you. Yes. And we're going to talk about some of the big things that happened this year in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, Now, Hunter... Every show, we start off yes, all much, of them. much like our friends over at the nerdiest part of the ring, Asa and Dalton. They do the the thing they love most in wrestling that week, the power of positivity. We take the opposite approach, of course. We do the power of negativity. We bring the darkness. And this time, instead of just being what we hate most in wrestling this week, I thought, let's, let's make it 2022 scale. What is the thing we hated most in wrestling this year? Of course. I think Absolutely. we got to go hard this year. Mine, you gotta go big. mine actually ties into one of the stories we're going to be doing a little bit later. And the thing that I hated most this year was the lack of consequences for Vince McMahon for all of the crimes and transgressions he has committed over the past yeah. 30, 40 years. Now, <clears throat> of course, Vince was pushed out of WWE after, you know, all these allegations came out of, of sexual abuse and uh, rape and all of these other things. But the most Vince McMahon will suffer and the most he will suffer is he gave up WWE. He was allowed to step away quietly. He'll probably come back at this rate. And that's it. For all of the terrible things he's done, for all yeah. of the women he's abused, the abuse of power, everything that he's done, that is that is his consequences. Is it's swept under the rug, and that just goes to show you the rich still get taken care of in wrestling. So that's my thing I hated most in wrestling this year was Vince McMahon getting away with it. Basically, what about you? I I'm, inevitably this is going to tie into something else we're going to talk about later as well. So yours is one of the biggest stories of the year, uh, if not absolutely. I, I think it's it's hard to argue that yours is basically the biggest story of the year. Yeah. Right behind that is the the fucking disintegration of CM Punk's legacy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Brawl out. The fact that this guy, yeah, man. I mean, the, the fact that he went from just an absolute pariah in in professional wrestling and everyone thought he'll never come back except you know he'll come back but when will it be eventually he comes back he shows up one year ago in AEW and almost a year to the day he goes from being the most celebrated return in professional wrestling to most people agreeing they never want to see him again yeah after the way that he acted and the way that he spent his time in AEW, not even most of it, just really the the bitter end there. And I think that's a good way to describe it. Uh, those last couple of months, the, especially the last few weeks, uh, obviously the incident at the media scrum after All Out turns into Brawl Out. Um, 
he's been mostly silent since then about the whole thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm no big fan of the way that, that Kenny Omega and the young bucks have handled things either, but I think punk shoulders the majority of the blame here. And I don't think he'll ever be able to untarnish his legacy. This is not what happened in WWE when he left. This is a very, very different situation. And I, I've said it before, CM Punk was a guy who was consistently, since his debut, uh, WWE debut anyway, it's really when I got to know him, in my top five, if not top three wrestlers, like favorite favorite Mm -hmm. guys to watch, and he's practically gone. He tarnished so much of that previous stuff with all of this that it it really just put a hugely sour taste uh, on CM Punk for me. And, And yeah, I hate it. Can he can he come back? Can he fix this? If he goes to WWE, like the big rumors say, you think he could fix it I in WWE? I don't think WWE. I don't think going to WWE fixes anything. That's the thing. We're not in a day and age where people are ignorant of the things you did before. Um, we are also not in a situation where he, he. It's not like Brett and Sean being apart for years, eventually coming back together, or whatever. Um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are never going to WWE. I mean, that's that's never going to happen. So if Punk goes to WWE, it's almost like he's running away from the problem. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's completely avoiding the situation and going, well, that didn't work. Guess I'll go here and do this. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I really, I really don't know. Most other guys, there's such a clear-cut way of it could go very good or very bad if they go to WWE. I don't even know what it looks like for CM Punk yeah. and his current age and his current status to go to what – what does he do? What, what could he do? What will he do? Defeats Roman Reigns. No, no, not a chance. Maybe not a chance. If he hadn't burned his bridge in AEW so badly, I could see them bringing him. If they could have stolen him from AEW to come to WWE to do that, absolutely. But he's he's damaged goods. If he left AEW to come back to WWE the way that William Regal did, then yes, that would be the point where I would say people like Cody Rhodes. People like even The Rock, uh, who are all rumored to be the kind of people who might beat Roman Reigns once or twice or more than once or whatever to win these belts, uh, that's when they would go, ah, shit. That's probably not going to happen because they got CM Punk waiting in the wings now. Yeah, but But again, like you said, he's damaged goods. Well, and Punk talks so much shit on WWE over the past few years and like just... You know, said he would only go back to AEW. Said this is his home and all that. It would for him to go to WWE. Everyone keeps talking about it. Like, oh, it's almost like it's a foregone conclusion that Punk is going to go to WWE. I don't think so. I don't think Punk's pride would let him go back to WWE at this point. Uh, and and it's not because he chooses to go back to WWE. It's because AEW doesn't want him. He he doesn't have the right. the luxury of going. Oh well, I pick where I go from this point on. No, now it's I take what I can get. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the fame. I think Punk's career in wrestling is officially DOA. It's it's done. It's done. Yeah. Um, But that is one of the big stories that happened in 2022 is, in case you forgot, um, it's been an incredible decade this year that we've gone through. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've talked about this before, and I don't want to override like upcoming stories or anything, but let's just briefly remember that it was almost a year ago, and it hasn't quite been a year. It was in January when Shane McMahon yes, I was about to bring got that up. himself yeah. fired from yeah. WWE by his own dad for booking himself to outstrike an actual professional MMA fighter yes. in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I was going to say, the year started off, news-wise, like, I thought that was going to be the most shocking thing this year, was Shane McMahon was disowned was by WWE for trying to put himself over Brock Lesnar. Uh, if right. we... And that feels like that was about 40 years ago at this point. That was... 
It, it's and, insane. And, and and COVID's been dead for two years. It's not even real it's anymore. Not even like, here it's anymore. not like that makes it feel... I can't say that shit seriously. Oh. But it's not like, you know, a couple of years ago when legitimately everything felt like it was taking forever. 2022 has been a relatively normal year. Otherwise, things have progressed at a normal pace. And yet wrestling, because of the Vince McMahon exit and what happened <laughs> right in the middle of the year, feels like oh it has been God. going for 17 years. This is the longest year in professional wrestling I can ever remember. And <laughs> the fact that Shane McMahon, I, I saw an article that just, it was headlined, there goes the money. And I thought, yeah. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> that's a good line. That's uh, a good one. That's, that's low hanging fruit, but it needed to be picked. I, <laughs> I was never, I was oh. never a big fan of Shane McMahon, especially because like the dude, he had the worst punches I've ever seen in pro wrestling, and like yeah, when the I rabbit punches. Oh my god! <laughs> when that's I ridiculous. When I started in wrestling. I tried to do... I, I get what he's going for. He's going for that rapid-fire punch. You make it look like you're really wailing on the sure. guy. And I, yeah. I'll go... And Dalton will will also, you know, attest to this, that I, I went back and looked at, like, pictures or videos of me fighting. Whenever I would start doing the punches and the kicks, it looked like shit. It looks like shit. It, it's fast, but it's fast. This is that you're not really making contact with him. It looks terrible. Shane McMahon's... But the difference yeah. is, I, I've had a, a year or two in the business wrestling... Shane's been in there for 20 plus years and his offense still looks so terrible is simultaneously not really a wrestler, but also surrounded by the best wrestlers on the planet. Yeah. How are you not getting, if you want to do this, how are you not getting better? And I don't get it. And booked like a monster. I mean, he was the best in the world. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the best d- in the world. He's got the trophy he beats the Miz. He runs the show on SmackDown. I yeah. was, I was convinced. Like they're gonna do it. They're gonna pull the trigger, and he's gonna win the fucking rumble. This is gonna happen. I well, he he might have fired if if Shane McMahon <laughs> had anything to do with it. But uh, yes. this is one of the few times Vince actually stepped up and did the right thing and said, "You're out of your goddamn mind, boy." <laughs> it's, it's just just about six boy. It's just about <laughs> sixteen years too late. Uh, oh yeah, that that is wild to me that that was in January and another big year. Uh, or in another uh, year of, of big things to happen. I mean, Cody Rhodes returning at WrestleMania. WrestleMania was, by itself was um, huge. I, I mean, I, the way I saw it described earlier today, and this is maybe the best one, was that Stone Cold Steve Austin had his first match in years at WrestleMania, and it wasn't even the big story that night. Yeah, Like, it wasn't even the biggest thing to happen that night. Although, um, to be fair. Though it is worth noting, it was really good. Um, it was. I mean, the spectacle was good. The match itself was bad because obviously Stone Cold is not in, was, in, in shape okay. to wrestle. It. Oh, here comes a controversial opinion. It was better than Rock and Hogan. It was. I, see, it's I, a better match. I can't. Agree. I think it is. I can't agree with that. Like, I'm not going to say that you're absolutely is, wrong, man. but like, I just, I don't know. There's. To me, the thing that makes it different is that if it was Stone Cold versus anybody else, Rock and Hogan is on a whole different level, and just the the spectacle of it. Kevin and Owens, as much me, as I like him, that's why it should have been better. To me, that's why Rock and Hogan should have been better, though, because it, it was way more about the spectacle than it was about the wrestling. Go back and watch that yeah. match. Well, it was a great uh, basic match. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, while Austin and, and Owens was also pretty basic, um, this is a, a long retired Stone Cold taking a back body drop onto a fucking concrete. Yeah, like, I, didn't, I didn't like that. He didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like he didn't that. Didn't have to do that shit at all. Um, I, I the, okay, I'll give you this. What did tarnish that for me was all the after bullshit. All oh yeah, the, the Austin theory, the Vince yeah. McMahon 
Well, okay. Yeah, well, Pat except, McAfee and all that. Except for the part where McMahon <laughs> heard Austin Theory's music and got scared. <laughs> He got concerned. <laughs> he got scared. He forgot what he booked was going to happen. <laughs> he forgot his own guy's music. I fucking love that it part. Like, it was like oh. that night that I ran one of the, the first Horrors Burial game for you guys, and we got done, and I was like, damn, I scared myself. Like, I don't want to go upstairs now. <laughs> the look on his fucking nah. face, and Austin Theory had to go, no, no, that's my music, Vince. He goes, oh. It's oh, me. It's okay. me. You're okay. okay. And he, he took Cody Rhodes, the worst stunner of all time, too. That was oh probably God, the best part of it. Terrible. That was great. Among, uh, among a series of stunners that he has taken, that or his cells anyway, that have been very, very bad. Yeah. Um, but Cody Rhodes returning, and I mean with the music, with the American Nightmare, with the yeah. Cody Vader, with all the, the trappings of it. The, the only shame of that, of course, you, the yin and yang of that story is, and then we get him for like a few months, and then he's, he's yeah. injured. We'll see you again at WrestleMania yeah. next year, buddy. I'll I'll never forget that. I was in Charleston uh, wrestling for CCW. I actually wrestled Dalton that night. Me and him wrestled a one-on-one match, and we go backstage, and it was during the Cody match because we were like, we got to get this match over with before Cody comes out because it wasn't for sure that it was Cody, but we all pretty much knew it was <laughs> going to be Cody. Right. sure. So Dalton yeah. and I, we get our match over, and we literally run to the back as quick as we can, and there's Cody Rhodes, and we're like, oh, shit, that is amazing. And that is one of the biggest reactions I've ever seen uh, for a wrestler ever. <laughs> and it, it, it made my heart feel good because, you know, everyone kind of shit on Cody Rhodes for going back to WWE, but, man, it was worth it for that moment. And and I think they'll do good things with him in the future, but he looked great. He had a great year oh, considering yeah. the fact that he got fucked up for most of it. Physically, yes. he had that match with Seth I mean, Rollins where his pec was literally torn off of his bone. He has been in every highlight reel they've put out since then. And it's just, it's not even the match. It's just a shot of him taking off the jacket. And yeah. there's that purple, just like most of his pec is, is just yeah. fully purple. Absolutely um, disgusting. disgusting. I do not want to leave WrestleMania behind without briefly mentioning, because I feel like it's going to get passed up in a lot of these year in review things too. Uh, the jackass match. Yeah. Sami Zayn. And okay, to talk about the evolution of Sami Zayn is a whole other thing. From Sami Zayn to go from having a, a comedy match with fucking Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania to now basically being the hottest act in wrestling alongside the bloodline yeah. of professional wrestling is absolutely insane. Yeah, he had a great um, year. Sami Zayn had a stellar year. But that's the thing that that was legitimately as goofy and stupid as it was. <laughs> it was one of the best things on WrestleMania this year. And if oh, you yeah. haven't, you should go out of your way to watch it. Like watching the jackass guys get involved again, do all of their shit. Michael Cole legitimately just breaking on commentary, being uh, incapable of continuing the discussion. <laughs> we watched, you know, we watched WrestleMania in the office, and a lot of those guys don't really watch wrestling; they don't really care. Yeah. But they saw the jackass guys there, and they sat and watched that entire match, and it was just. It was just entertaining. And, you know, Absolutely. a lot of people wrote Sami Zayn off after that. They're like, oh, wow, Sami Zayn just lost a comedy match to, to Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. His right, career's he's dead. Yeah. You sure about that? <laughs> you, feel, you feeling real oozy about that statement right now? Oh, my God. Sami Zayn, that's a whole show in itself. Sami Zayn had the oh, yeah. best year. He's the hottest thing in wrestling. I'm waiting yes. to see how they fuck it up because I know they will at some point. <laughs> I, I honestly hope this is really probably the biggest angle to come out of the current like Triple H era, and I'm hoping that this is the one that breaks the cycle. Because if this is Vince McMahon angle, they absolutely screw it up. In the end, he loses in his hometown, and Roman kicks him like into a river or something. Yeah. Like, he gets nothing. Um, 
I feel like this might be the one time that they, they break the cycle there, and hopefully that then becomes its own new cycle. I'm, I shouldn't be yawning. That sounds bad. I'm not bored, I swear. I'm just very <laughs> tired, and I had some wine before the show started. If if they really wanted to go balls out, you know, you talk about who could beat Roman Reigns for the title. Have Sammy beat him. Yeah. Sammy Zayn, absolutely. Yeah. I, I still think it's going to end up being Zane and, or Zane and Owens um, tag. You know, taking the tag yeah. titles from the Usos. But I, I will admit that a couple of people have brought that up, and I kind of agree that, like, it feels like such a second place win. Like, you know, oh man, we let you go through this hot angle. Well, you can be the ones to take the tag titles. Right. Have which, fun. which, which, you know, to be fair, the Usos, as much as I dislike some of their out of the ring shenanigans uh, on the road, um, they have really established themselves as the top tag team of the year. Or, or, or sure. Maybe, maybe in of yeah. the decade of generation. Um, they topped PWI's uh, tag team division this year, which a lot of people were salty about. But like, who did better than the Usos this year in wrestling yeah. in the tag team scene? You know, well, again, PWI is is one hundred percent kayfabe. Yeah, yeah. So it, the guys are holding both sets of WWE's main tag team belts and have had them for over a year. Yeah, who else is gonna win? Right. Like that's that just makes sense. Yeah, that whole bloodline angle is. I mean, it's just. I I haven't been this invested in a wrestling angle in a long time. Um, there yeah. was a couple weeks ago when Sammy and Jimmy or, or Jay is Jay. When Sammy and Jay were kind of going at it, and uh, Sammy said the tribal chief, you know, wants peace, and Jay just goes, "I don't give a damn what the tribal chief wants," and the crowd's mm-hmm. reaction of like, "Oh shit!" Like that doesn't usually yeah. happen in wrestling when people are literally afraid for somebody in the ring. But that crowd was that's afraid for Jay Uso. That's some old classroom shit. Like when yes. you were in school, and somebody would say something, and everyone in the room would go, "Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, what, what else have we not touched? I feel like we haven't talked um, about this in a long time now because there's not much to it, but you going for Naomi and Sasha? Oh, I was going to say, talk about Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor, but that's pretty much where it ends. Oh, that's huge, too. Yeah, because- I, mean, I mean, that was huge, <laughs> and they brought the titles back, uh, but AEW is, as we've talked about, starting to feel like a little bit of a bloated company. Um, among the many other things Tony Khan bought this year, uh, how about Jeff Jarrett, who was briefly the hottest free agent in professional wrestling in 2022? <laughs> Easy there, slap he goes, He's in WWE for five seconds. He goes over to AEW. Um, who else did they buy up this year? Who else did they they re-debut? WWE did a lot of the debuts for the end of the year, but that was just Triple H bringing back his friends. Tony Storm. They brought in Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Keith yep. Lee and Swerve Strickland, I think, was this yep. year. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that was earlier this year. I mean, AEW. them up immediately. AEW pretty much buys up anyone WWE says goodbye to. And then they've got so many people on their right. roster right now that is doing nothing, like Miro. Miro's doing absolutely nothing. They have nothing for yeah. him. They have nothing for yeah. Miro. Um, because again, oh, they have too many. They have too many people on their Jeff, roster. Jeff Hardy, there's a story. Oh wow! Yeah. So Jeff Hardy gets kicked out of WWE earlier in the year because he bafflingly walked away during a tag match, leaves through the crowd, and the WWE's like, just just left. just left. And they're like, you need to go to rehab. And he's like, I'm not. I'm not on anything. Fuck you. And he ends up leaving. And everybody's like, wow, WWE looks like a bunch of suckers. Here they are kicking this guy out. Tell him he needs to go to rehab, and there's nothing wrong with him. So Jeff Hardy debuts in AEW. Um, they Naturally, fuck like they, you do, like you do. They fuck it up immediately. It's terrible from the beginning, yep. and then he ends up getting popped for DUIs again, and now he is uh, on suspension and is forced to go to rehab. And now everybody looks at WWE and goes, Ugh. 
maybe we jumped the gun on you jumping the gun a little bit. I mean, how many times can the Jeff Hardy story play out? And this, you know what, honestly, one of the saddest things to me about all of this is that it, it never is just the Jeff Hardy story. It's like we talk about with any person who is an alcoholic, with any person who has issues, it's not just about you. It's the ripple effect. It's the way you affect the people around you. Um, this is what we talked about when, when Jimmy and or Jay, which everyone was constantly getting DUIs, were like, yeah, but you could kill a guy if, you get, if you're drunk driving and you hit someone. Um with Jeff, it's Matt. One of the biggest ones he affects regularly is Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy was a fairly well-known and established commodity in AEW. He had the Hardy family office. He had several different angles. He did the delete stuff. And then Jeff showed up, and what immediately happened to Matt? They're he's, the Hardy boys he's the all Hardy over boy. again. Yeah. And then when Jeff's gone, they look at Matt and go, what are we supposed to do with you? What are you good you know, for? Like, <laughs> yeah, why? Well, yeah. <laughs> It's that lo- he's, he's like doing the V1 and they're like, ah, it's that Lord, the Lord of the Rings. And I might be quoting this wrong, but Lord of the Rings, when the, the king was sad that the wrong son died, he was like, oh, it should have been the other one. Should have been you. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Hunter, I don't, yeah, I, so, I don't remember much about Lord of the Rings. I'm going to be honest with you. It's pretty close. It's not too bad. You're doing good. Just keep, just move past. Was it, move past. Was it Boromir? Probably. Was he All of them end with in, in a mirror. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, one of my personal favorite moments of the year, and it's going all the way back to the Royal Rumble, was Mickey James as the Impact Champion, credited yes. as the Impact yeah, Champion. I just cool. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that, you know, that's one of those things that feels like it came from the Triple H era. Like if you yeah. told me that it had happened then, I would go, "You're wrong," but I see where you're going with it. Yeah, a um, lot of rumors that the same thing's going to happen soon with Kyrie Sane that has been approved and then debunked and then uh meltered over and over <laughs> sources say it may or may not happen or no one is talking about it or everyone <laughs> or that it, um, <laughs> they never existed in the first place i think she's what is she the shimmer champion right now uh, probably. The shimmer champion? i don't know probably something like that but yeah the, the rumor was former Kyrie sane of course in WWE. anyway i think she's um, still Kyrie sane actually no, I think she's just Kyrie now. It's the capitalized, the all like oh, Taka. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Just Kyrie. Um, but yeah, I think she's the Shimmer champion, and and the rumor is that she is going to be appear in the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, it was there, and then it was debunked. But again, this is all it's all Meltzer. He said it, and then he said it might not happen. And I guess basically he's, I think he's effectively leveled the playing field so that no matter what happens, he can go see. I told you about that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sasha Banks and Omi. I forgot we mentioned it earlier, but we never did go back to it. Uh, yeah. And that that to me feels like the continuation of this story. So what what we thought was again one of the biggest stories of the year: Sasha Banks and Naomi, who coming out of WrestleMania are the women's tag team champions. Right. Um, one day just stop showing up to work. As far as we know, as viewers, they're just not there anymore. Uh, and then you know, I gave, I gave Michael Cole some props earlier. Um, this was not his call. I know he had Vincent Man in his ear, but one of the grossest things I heard on wrestling this year was him and then subsequently Corey Graves uh, just browbeating these yeah. two women on commentary. They walked out on us. They took their ball and went home. You know, we're, we apologize for them to you for what they've done. It was gross. Yeah. Um, it was an assassination. It was a character assassination. Yeah, it was a character assassination. Absolutely. At that time, we thought this is going to be huge because they're going to they're going to go to AEW. They're going to quit. They're going to come back under some kind of auspices. Um, you know, this is like as the Vince McMahon stuff is gearing up. So then Johnny Ace gets fired. He, you know, they, he was the one who apparently claimed their tag team belts when they laid them on his table and they and, or his desk or whatever and left. Um, 
But maybe it was just a victim of the timing. Maybe it's just the way that things have been handled. Not long after this, the Vince McMahon story broke. And since then, there has been next to no movement on Sasha Banks and Naomi. And yeah. and they've all but been forgotten about, especially when it comes to WWE. Um, the women's tag team titles got a tournament. They're on, what, Damage Control, I think, got them back now. Yeah. And they have yeah. them. Well, you and, know, and that's it. The big rumor is that Sasha Banks is going to go to Japan and wrestle over there, which yeah. is which is huge. That's big, great for Naomi walking out with her friend, so Sasha can go over to Japan and be a big star. Yep, and gets nothing out of it. She gets I mean, nothing she, out of it. She gets nothing. They they did some con appearances, um, which but, which by the way were some of the night, most awkward fucking appearances. You've, oh if you've never God. seen the pictures, they did pictures with fans, but they because of COVID they made the fans stand like twelve feet away from them. Five feet away. It yeah, was they look so, photoshopped into the yes, picture. Like, yeah, they look fake as hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, it was bad. It's, it's one of those scenarios it's where, gross. again, a part of it could have been incredible when it comes to the return. I remember at SummerSlam when Bianca was uh, surprised by somebody coming out after her match. We all assumed, okay, it's Sasha or it's it's Naomi. Nope, it was Bailey. And then in the immediate aftermath, you get Dakota Kai and Neo Sky, and everyone kind of went, Sasha, who? Yeah. I forgot about Who's that again? What'd she do? Where you been, girl? Um, yeah, I it's 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 a very, very weird scenario. Uh, there were some talks that Sasha was maybe not really wanted back, that like she's a good wrestler, but her her backstage problems have led to a point of like, you know what, we're gonna done chasing you. That Naomi was part of a, you know, if you're not part of a package deal, we're not really interested. Um I don't know, man. That that whole story seemed huge, and then it slowly but surely kind of died down to where we all just sort of forgot about it. I regularly forget it's still a thing. They get brought yeah. up, and I go, "Oh yeah, shit, they, that happened." Well, because we thought it was a, you know, we thought it was a work, you know, like the MJF thing. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, MJF. There's another story you kind of want to touch on, but not really because it was stupid. It was I just still stupid. don't know what the hell it was, was going on there, man. Yeah, I, I'm still frustrated by the, the way that whole thing was handled. Yeah, it was. But with Sasha and Naomi, they just kind of left and stayed gone. And every time we thought, okay, well, they're coming back. They never did. And it's one of those things that at this point, when Sasha comes back, it will be big. But when Naomi comes yes. back, is it cooled off enough to the point now where it doesn't really matter if she comes back? She's not going to have that momentum. Right. No one's clamoring for Naomi to pop back up into WWE, or you know she's not probably not going to go to no, Japan. I mean, now uh, Sasha, Sasha Banks, no Naomi too, but like both of them were were great wrestlers. One of them better than the other. Let's just be honest. Sasha Banks is a better wrestler than Naomi overall. Um, but neither of them feels necessary to the current landscape. WWE has plenty of women to to utilize in, the, in their divisions. They're As does AEW, to be fair. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they've got plenty of talent to go around. And think about this. Charlotte has not been on TV since what? WrestleMania? Thank God. Not missed. I was going to say, not yeah. missed at all. And, and no matter how you feel about her, I know a lot of people who think Charlotte is the greatest thing ever to to happen to the, the women's division anywhere. Hasn't been on TV She's since. She's not. not missed. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be totally satisfied uh, if she doesn't come back. Speaking of women wrestlers, Mandy Rose got fired for being sexy. Man. It feels so recent that it feels weird to talk about again, but yeah, you're you're not wrong again. Another major major move in 2022. That uh, the most recent update on that that I think we haven't talked Ooh. about on the show. Number one, 
uh, is that she, she don't worry, said, the site's still up. It's still up. Yeah, yeah still she, up. she's completely satisfied to let it go. Uh, the thing I saw today, which I assume you did too, was that in the wake of this happening, she has made about half a million dollars yes. from that site. I think she'll be okay. Yeah, she clearly doesn't care, which is yeah. which is weird. Part of me, like, I think you and I both were on this this kind of page that when this happened you like you kind of want to be angry like oh this is kind of bullshit or like is it kind of bullshit on her part like our natural inclination with these stories is to get angry and be like right. this is ridiculous and let me shout some points yes. and it seems like they fired her and she went okay okay yeah she just, <laughs> just she just chatted it up <laughs> and took off like all right yeah and left she walked out with it, fucking it, i almost said biscuits she walked out with suitcases <laughs> full of money Biscuits full of money. Biscuits full of money. Uh, She's making five hundred thousand a week or a month or whatever to right. pose practically naked, but not really. Yeah, I would take that deal do too. Think, yeah, I mean, whatever you gotta do, Fucking or whatever right. you want to do. You know, like that. That's I. It's hard to be mad at somebody for for living your dream. I guess I'm more. I think the thing I'll say I'm more mad at the people paying for it. I'm more mad at yeah, these dude. fucking idiots paying, you know, three, four hundred dollars for a picture of her nipple. Like, come on, dude. I think I'm I think I'm consistently just more like the the, the weirdest thing about the story again is just the, the okay, oh yeah, yeah. just leave. I, I can't wrap my head around ever having like this major career and then this other thing on the side and then the career goes, Well, you're done, and then you just go, Well, I'm making three times as much money over there. Right. Screw it, you know? Yeah. Um so that's another very weird story. I mean, they had they had built the NXT women's division around her. Yeah. And then one day she's just gone. Over she a year too, champion. So Roxanne Perez, who won the title from her when they, they hot shotted it off of her to her, uh, off of Mandy to her, they have done all of Roxanne's like backstage, all of her interviews like backstage instead of in the ring. She hasn't come out, had a big celebration order. And the rumor is they're worried that the fans are going to boo her because Mandy got fired and she's the one who got her belt. And I have to imagine Mandy Rose like, no, 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 don't boo her. Let yeah. her do it. She's doing great. Yeah. Things are going great over there. I've got so much money and I'm so attractive. <laughs> All of the money. Don't worry about me and my attractive money. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> um, it's fine. Will William Regal returning to WWE. We don't. We had a lot of returns to WWE this year after Triple H took over, of course, which was kind of the big story in the wake of Vince McMahon's exit. Um, and that's the big story, right? That's, that's the, the big biggest story. One. Most of them, importantly, in terms of the people that he brought back, most of them not from AEW. That wasn't really happening. Like for the first half of the year, if somebody was leaving a company and going somewhere else, it was to from WWE to AEW, right? Um, now it has just been from literally anywhere back to WWE. Yeah. Sometimes from straight up obscurity. Like, I don't, what was Bronson Reed doing for six months? Who knows? Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I found this out. I didn't know this. He actually, I did not know this till yesterday. He was in Japan. Was he doing shit? He just beat Okada clean in Japan and then immediately went to WWE. I almost spit taked. I know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. How do you go from no you beat? Okada, who is like the biggest guy in Japan, the dude, to yeah. being the Mrs. Lackey in WWE. God, God. yeah, that, that might they, come back Hunter, to bite him in the butt. Hunter, they drove a dump truck uh, full of money up to his house. He's not made, he's of, not stone. made of stone. 
But yeah, we we've had what I think somebody tallied it up the other day. It was like fifteen to twenty people who were big mainstays in Triple H's NXT who have now returned to WWE. You and I talked about it. Was it last week when we talked about the varying levels of of success? And, yeah, and, and who's disappointing? Yeah, I still I still think the only real straight up failure is Hit Row. Yeah, Hit Row has not done a damn thing. I would um, uh, I would agree with that. I I think Candice LeRae hasn't done Jack, but she's at least I don't know has seemed important ish. Hit Row hasn't right done. She's won some matches. They've teamed her with Bianca and then some of the others on the the Raw Women's Division. I mean, like there's a lot of just kind of in the middle. Like I don't I wouldn't call Johnny Gargano's return a success so far. His is very in the middle. He's kind of feuded with the Miz and and Austin Theory basically barely. Yeah. Yeah, it's Dexter Loomis. Like he's really just kind of doing his old shtick again. Um he's definitely not what he was in, in NXT where Johnny Gargano was like the guy to beat. Right. Uh but, I mean, there's still time for a lot of that stuff to turn around. And with anything, Triple H basically just went, okay, I, 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 can't, I can't fault him for going, I'm in charge now, I would like all of my toys back because I need to decide which ones are the good ones and which ones I don't need anymore. <laughs> um, it's like a rebuilding year for, for a sports team. I mean, Triple H right. basically looked at what he had in the company and went, I got some things I can make work, I got some things I cannot. Some of these people are going to stay and change things up. Austin Theory, no longer the goof that he was with the the phone, you know, and all that. Now he's just like a serious dude who kicks people's asses. That's fine. That's I think all you need from some of these guys. Um, then some there's... people got full blown gimmick makeovers, uh, which is more of an NXT thing, I think, than than AEW really. And Braun I mean, uh, Strowman WWE. came back and he went raw. Man, can we briefly talk about control your narrative and how quickly that fell apart? Uh, because it's non-existent. It was there, and no. it was not. It, it turns out they did not know how to control it. They lost control of their narrative. No, Hunter, that's that was the plan all along. Oh, they controlled it from no. They controlled it from the beginning. I have proof. <laughs> um, where you got it in that special CIA napkin right there? <laughs> Braun Strowman came back, and when Braun Strowman came back, that was it for control your narrative. They had like what? They had EC3, and I think Austin Aries yep. maybe, but no one knows. Um, EC, no, no, Braun Strowman came back. He talked about flippy floppers, got in a bunch of trouble. Who cares? Um, yeah. And then my favorite return of the year, the one that actually started off really promising and fell apart faster than a wish.com, you know, purchase was fucking Bray Wyatt. I can't tell you how much I hate the Bray Wyatt story and I, Uncle Duty and Howdy Partner and all the all these fucking things well, he's done. We are okay. We're we're at odds on that one, but here's here's why. Hear me out. Okay, I, you and I were very much on the same page of this. When Bray Wyatt first came back, it was a huge emotional moment. Everyone was invested. In it. it was wild. Yeah. Build up to it was very cool. And <laughs> pretty quickly, yeah, in his first couple of appearances, it was like. Ah shit! This is just the fiend without the mask, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a new mask. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be the guy on the TV and the thing. Um, you know what is one hundred percent saving Bray Wyatt for me right now? Uh, the man goes by the name L.A. Knight. Okay, (laughs) L.A. Knight is doing things for me. I fucking love so that if you, you want to talk about success stories on triple h's in la Knight gets called up to the main roster from nxt where he was doing great things and turns Max into the, the yeah the manager for the maximum male models which okay. i like that. that yeah too. that was pretty he fucking was good yeah job. yeah no doubt 
but he's capable of so much more. And they already brought in the like his sister because Vince didn't think the Max thing was working. So they brought in Maxine. She can take over with that, and that's working just fine. It's its own thing. They are the Alpha Academy of SmackDown. They're the goofs who can lose every tag team match, and you still want to see them because they're entertaining. Um, so LA Knight gets to go back to being LA Knight. I really didn't get to see a lot of him doing that in NXT. It's great. It's such great, like, 90s energy without being, like, a stereotype or, like, a, like a, a caricature of a 90s wrestler. Mm. He's just a big dude with a vest. He's kind of aping The Rock and Austin and all these other guys. He's got the little yeah thing that he throws in when he's talking. I love it. I love every bit of it. He's a natural talker. He's got a great look. He wrestles well. Um, I think his just, like, constantly looking. He, he's the audience surrogate. He looks at Bray Wyatt and goes, this is bullshit. This is stupid. He keeps saying he doesn't want to hurt me, and then he hurts me. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to go in for this. He's us. And I think it works, man. I love that there's a character who is calling him out and going, look, I'm watching the tapes. Here's all the times where he attacked me, and he's standing in the background like, does no one... <laughs> he feels like Will Ferrell in uh, uh, Zoolander. Am I the only one here taking crazy pills? <laughs> like... Well, I think it's great, I, and that's that's helping me a lot with contending with the Bray Wyatt. Well, like, I, I'll tell you when I was done. Ooh, spooky. I, I was done with the Bray Wyatt thing on the most recent SmackDown when Uncle Howdy came out and just stood at the ramp, laughing and holding his vest, laughing in the smoke while Bray was in yeah. the ring and LA Knight's point. It's just it's bad. It's bad. LA Knight is good, and that, Bray Wyatt that is I good. That that will be redeemed for me if the rumors are true that it's not actually Bray and that it is Bo Dallas, <clears throat> who has been under contract, you know, his brother for some time now. Um, but he's not coming out from under the mask. Like Bo is going to be a totally separate thing, a manager type thing, uh, not wrestling. I I can I don't know. I can get down on that. But again, I'm also playing. The, it's I'm chasing the Bray Wyatt Dragon Man just one more time, <laughs> and this time's going to be the one. It's going to work. <clears throat> And, you know, the big rumor is that, you know, he's going to have other people in the stable. They did the thing with Alexa Bliss where his symbol flashed behind her and she lost her mind. Meanwhile, Asuka's teasing this deranged clown character, apparently. Um, Yeah, that's a weird one. Liv Morgan is living on the dark side or something. I don't know what's going on. Lacey Evans talking about autism. She's in trouble now. It's a whole (laughs) thing, man. Did you see that? She goes, I just she goes, I just shared a video that I watched. And Sean Ross from Fifle was like, Yes. And in doing so, you said that this stuff causes autism. Y'all are which insane. it does not. Y'all are insane. Like, I just posted a video. Say that. I just posted a video. Oh that's all God. I did. The the least surprising thing in the world to me is that Lacey Evans is an alt right like fucking <laughs> Zig Heiler. Which I, none of that man, surprises. Me. I don't want to believe it either because like I kind of defended Lacey Evans for a while. I thought she was really talented. I thought she's like blonde bombshell gorgeous. She had all the tools and the talent. And then like she posted that, and I was like crusty. I just had the cigarette in my mouth, and I'm like, what the hell was that? Why would you do that? Like, yeah, you can you think it, we know, but don't say it. When you say it, then everyone knows. Yeah. If you say the quiet part loud or the loud part quiet, then we're screwed. So God knows what's going to happen. It's like she's doing shit anyway, man. I don't know. I'm losing my voice now. They've been running those vignettes with her about, like, you know, the Marines and, like, Marines never say die, just like the Goonies or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. She's got a great story. She grew up hard. She went to the Marines. She's legitimately tough. You have a great character right there. It's a shame the person is what you think she would be. 
how often is that the case, man? Sponsored I mean, so by the Proud times. Boys. She's proud, boy. Yeah, so- <laughs> She's proud of her accomplishments. She's proud, boy. We get a lot of that, though. I feel like that happens often, that you, you have somebody who you go, if only you could just get your shit together. Yeah. Um, and Matt then Riddle. They, it's John Mulaney, and then they didn't. Oh, God, we didn't even talk. Well, we talked about that last week, yeah. but yeah. That's Riddle's an ongoing story. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Every, in terms of big things for the year, we've, we've hit the highlights. Uh, other um, than we didn't really talk about the Vince McMahon thing a lot, we'll just finish off with that because I'm starting I to lose mean, my voice. Else? Yeah, what well, else can we say at this point, man? Vince McMahon out at WWE, like he said, he might be back. Uh, please that, don't. That is very much just a please rumor don't. at this point. I don't want because that. legitimately that was that was the biggest thing. There is now an era in, in this year and going forward in professional wrestling at large of no Vince, Vince before Vince and after Vince. Yeah, BV and uh, AV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and, and it's, it's and no it's one, no one wants Vince back. I'm pretty sure if they did yeah. a poll and they asked everybody, even Vince would raise his hand on saying, "I don't want Vince McMahon back," and it's, then realize he he didn't hear the question correctly. Um, and then he touched the person I, asking the question and pay him some money. <laughs> I will never forget that it was the week, the show we did the week before it happened, where for whatever reason we were talking about Vince leaving, and I said specifically, Vince will never leave until he dies. And yeah. then a week later. He was forced out. You also earlier um, in this show said uh, the elite will never go to WWE. Let's see what happens. I yeah, you're not wrong. I said it, and I thought I gotta stop saying it. only a Sith deals in absolutes. I should know better than this. <laughs> um, so Kenny Omega's will... contract is apparently up next year. Really? Ooh, ooh. Man, I don't know because they already tried to court them right before they started things up, and and that didn't work out very well, and. You know, I know that the Triple H of 2022 now going into three is a very different guy than he used to be, but I just don't, I don't know, man. I don't see him wanting anything to do with, with guys like, cause, cause say what you will about CM Punk, but Kenny Omega, another guy who very much wants the level of control that he's got. I don't see him working well without that level of control Yeah, and he won't get in WWE. No. Triple H will give him a lot of things, but he will not just go here creative control do whatever you want you can't have another cody rhodes no no all right real quick before we get out of here and i apologize for the short show guys i'm still under the weather i'm not feeling great but we want to do something to talk a little bit um minutes at least it's 40 minutes yeah for a year recap um i mean again we hit the highlight (laughs) what do you what's your biggest prediction for 2023 oh god i didn't think about it um I mean, I, I've got short-term brain right now because I'm thinking who's going to win the Rumble, who's going to you know win at WrestleMania. Um, the obvious go-to prediction is going to be Roman Reigns finally loses one or both of the belts. He's got to be dethroned. Um, all right, I'll tell you what. Here it is. Here's my big prediction. Roman Reigns will not lose both belts at WrestleMania. They will find a way to split them, and it will be at WrestleMania. He will not lose both belts. Uh, at one point in time, I know there was a suggestion made that he was going to wrestle both nights. That one night would be against The Rock. The next right night would be against Cody Rhodes. If you follow that line of logic, my suggestion would be he fights The Rock on night one. He beats The Rock. Obviously, The Rock does not need to win the WWE title. Although, I guess after losing Black Adam, he could use a win. He needs, um, he needs the money. Uh, he's only got seven bucks. I heard. Um, and then, and then probably you know Cody Rhodes wins wins the title, which I assume is the WWE title the next night. Um, 
but he only wins the one. Now, the only bad thing about that is the visual of that then is like Roman Reigns being like, I still got one though, like slinking off. <laughs> with one of them, you know, like that's kind of silly. Um, but I wouldn't hate it, I guess, then if the Usos lost, lost their titles. And so it's Roman like just clinging to that one remaining uh, belt. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, my, I guess my overall big prediction is Roman Reigns will not lose both belts at WrestleMania. I think he loses one. I don't think he loses both. I think Vince McMahon will die in 2023. Oh, that's bleak. You know, that's too bleak. I'll take that uh, back. I mean, I mean, you know, you're not out of out of line. He is an older guy. Uh, there were strong rumors in the wake of, of his exit that he was not doing well. Not he, like he lost his passion. Healthy, but he's lost. Hey, his, nothing his to do. Life. Yeah. The few people that were close to him were like leaking to to again. If you believe the dirt sheets that like. He has no friends outside of wrestling. He has no no business or anything to talk about outside of wrestling. No wife. He does not know what to do with himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like literally spotted out at dinner a few times with random people, and it looks like he's just existing. Yeah. Like, he's just an NPC right. again. So, my prediction is Vince McMahon dies in 2023, or he comes back to WWE. One or the other. <laughs> I'll leave it open. It's one of the two. That's it's all one he's got. Two. All right. One of, these, one of these two things has is, is got to happen. Fuck it. We're out of here for tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this before Thursday evening, uh, be safe out there. If you're in, well, anywhere, pretty much. They said this is the storm of a generation. Once in a generation. Siberian winter is coming. Yes. Tomorrow. And it's supposed to be pretty bad. So please stay safe out there. Yeah. Because of that, we may be recording a show tomorrow night. Hunter might actually be with us, assuming they don't cancel this concert. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll be, we'll do it all tomorrow. Uh, but for now, it's been a hell of a year for wrestling. What do you guys think is going to happen in 2023? What was your favorite things? Um, Logan. Oh, one last thing we didn't talk about. I just want to mention it. Logan Paul killed it. He killed it. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah. he's kind of Not a piece of shit. That forest. He just filmed them, but yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit that films dead people. <laughs> Go watch the newest CoffeeZilla investigation into his crypto zoo scam. Um, Uh-oh. then there's the whole thing with Puerto Rico, I believe like, yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit, but damn, did he do well in wrestling? But until tomorrow, until all new after dark for myself at double H, we're out of here. Hunter, take us out. New Ghostbusters episode of the inquest is going in two parts. First part is coming up soon. Check it out. And it's for retired cops. Like five finger death punch. Yeah. Later. Divorce cops. <laughs>